Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. What do you do when somebody tells you that they think they belong with your partner? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, my sister thinks I'm not considering her feelings while proposing. 26-year-old female, 28-year-old female. So I, 26-year-old female, am planning to propose to my boyfriend, 27-year-old male. We've been dating for four years now, and he's the most important person in my life. We've discussed marriage, he was very eager to propose and has been saving money for some time, I think. He's an artist and doesn't make quite as much, but he's way too proud to let me pitch in. Well, around last month, his mom had a surgery. I won't go into details, but it cost his parents quite a lot. She doesn't have insurance, I don't know why. He transferred them money from his own savings as well, but didn't tell me that. I even offered to help. That day, I found him crying in our room. He told me all this and kept on apologizing that the money he was saving for the ring had to go into helping his mom. And now, he can't propose on our anniversary as he was planning to. It was so heartbreaking for me to see him like this, to be honest. I don't give a dang about that ring. I want to marry this guy and I've done that in a courthouse if he'd agree. I've told him all of that. But for him, things like these are important. I actually kind of yelled at him as well for worrying about the wrong reason. He told me to give him some time as he wants to get me the best he can. Well, I've decided to propose on our anniversary. I'm doing it on a beach we used to visit a lot as kids back in our hometown. I'm picking up the ring next week. Here comes my sister, 28-year-old female. She's had multiple failed relationships and still lives with our parents. She saw me looking at a ring photo when she was visiting me this Christmas, so I told her I was planning to propose at the beach. She went silent for a minute and asked me if I was kidding her. Apparently, she caught her boyfriend of two years with someone else on that same beach and hates the place now. I wasn't aware of this. This breakup was in September and back then, she told me he was cheating and left her. She now wants me to cancel this whole thing and do it somewhere else. I admit, when her relationship ended, she took it pretty hard. We all liked him and my sister was convinced he was the one, so the breakup was really bad for her. Yes, it sucks what happened to her, but I don't know why that should affect my plans. Me and my boyfriend visit that place every time we're there and it holds some importance to both of us. She's now calling me selfish and how I only want to hurt her by reminding her of that trauma. She then proceeds to talk about my boyfriend and how he can't propose and should be ashamed. I shut that down quickly and told her to drop that topic. The rest of the day, she was moody and, when she left, she was crying and called me heartless. She's now texting me and saying me getting engaged isn't important enough and I need to change the destination. I need advice on how to deal with her. Am I really in the wrong here? All I know is I'm not changing the location whether I'm wrong or not. I'm kind of guilty, but that's just because we've been close since we were kids and I don't really want to hurt her. Should I comfort her or something, or is she being unreasonable? Also, she lives with our parents and we're close too, so cutting her off isn't an option. So wholeheartedly, OP is not in the wrong here. Her having a bad experience at some place doesn't mean that nobody else who has meaning at that place 
can no longer ever use that place for any type of situation. Like, I'm sorry you had a negative, very negative experience there. But they didn't. They have great memories there, and they want to cherish those. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy tricky relationship topics, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is... My husband, 43-year-old male, won't help me, 38-year-old female, choose a name for our baby. We've tried to have the conversation about five times now since around August and baby will be born in this upcoming month. He wants to give the baby the first and middle name of his mother, who is deceased. I never met her and I'm not close to his family. I simply don't like the name at all, but I'm willing to compromise using it as a middle name. I spoke to him about a list of 20 to 30 names I like and he had criticisms about every name. He said things like, that sounds like a stripper name, or who has that name historically that the baby can look up to, or it's a random name with no meaning, it should have meaning, or even it's not a Christian name. Sigh. I'm not even religious, and when I said, okay, which Christian names do you like? It's crickets. No suggestions. I even read him the top 1,000 baby names currently in the US and nothing stood out to him. I made it clear that I won't change my mind on using his mother's name as a first name, but it's still his only suggestion. I sent him a link to an app that we can swipe left or right on names in hopes we match a few, but he thinks it's stupid and won't use it. He is clearly frustrated by me bringing the topic up every few weeks and said it's exhausting. At this point, he has made no suggestions and told me to just pick a name so at least one of us will like it. At the same time, I'm aware every name I suggested he does not like, and I'm not comfortable naming the baby something he dislikes. He seems so overly critical or uninterested in every name. I feel I have no other option than to choose the first name myself. It hurts me because I'd love feedback or to come to a short list of names we both like. I don't know what to do. Honestly, I'm feeling like at this point, he's leaving it up to you. He's saying, just go ahead, pick a name. Well, he's going to have to live with that decision, so I hope he's okay with that. I just think very clearly he's trying to tank any conversation and make it incredibly hard and nigh impossible to even have a conversation about it, solely because he hopes being more of a baby than your unborn child is will force you to relent. I'd say for OP to just pick the best name they can think of and hold on to the railing the rest of the way through. Our next story is, I, 26-year-old female, think I just found out my partner of three years, 39-year-old male, has been cheating on me. Hi there, I'm sorry that this is long, my mind is just everywhere right now. I'll start by saying the month of December has been extremely hard for us. Things began to happen where X would be spending more time with a friend who he grew up with. To the point where at any given moment, it felt like X was always at this friend's home. I've met this friend, M, previously, and X has told me that M is going through marital issues and it's why he's taking more time to spend with someone he considers a true friend. X is extremely extroverted while I'm introverted in a homebody. He loves to go out to bars and clubs and with my work schedule, it makes it incredibly difficult for me to be able to join him a lot of the time because I typically am up getting ready for work anywhere between 4 to 5 a.m. most mornings. I also have a super low social battery and being around a lot of people I don't know and then putting alcohol in the mix makes me pretty uncomfortable. Again, X and I have been arguing back and forth most of the month of December because it's like he stopped making time for me. 
Night after night, I found myself questioning why he can't make time for us, and that I felt like he was being incredibly distant and cold towards me. He either was always spending time at M's house, or wanting to go out to a bar or a club, and it was genuinely making me upset. I had my fears and expressed to him that I felt like he wasn't being all the way honest with me, and at the beginning of the month, something kept pushing me to ask him to let me see his phone. I know asking to see in your partner's phone isn't the greatest, but it's something... A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that after finishing a small questionnaire will match you with a licensed therapist where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. We've done previously that would ease my mind. He refused and said that I just needed to trust him. First red flag. Second red flag was that when Christmas came, he used the excuse of all my gifts getting lost in the mail or getting delayed as the reason to why he didn't really get me anything for Christmas. My gift finally came, and after three years of us knowing each other and being in each other's lives... He got me a figurine from a movie I don't even know. I'm not saying this to be ungrateful or to be selfish, but it just didn't make sense. Tonight he said he had no plans. He wasn't going out. He ends up at M's house because he wants to hang out with him for a little. Then they go to a bar. Around 1, I ask him when he plans on being home. He reads my message but doesn't respond. It's now 5am, his location hasn't updated from the bar he was at, his phone is going straight to voicemail, and I can't send him any text messages. My brain tells me to check social media, Facebook specifically. I don't use Facebook, but he does. Very often, while he hasn't updated anything super recently, something tells me to check some of his friends' feeds. One of his distant friends posted a story where, in the background, you can make out that it's him and another woman. She's got her arms wrapped around him and they're counting down for New Year's. As the countdown goes from 3 to 1, 
It appears as though they're both leaning in and the friend moves the camera to another angle and then back again. When the camera is on them again, he is very clearly holding her. I don't know what to do. We live together. All of his stuff is here. I feel so sick to my stomach. I feel stupid. I felt it in my gut and I still wanted to trust and believe he wasn't that kind of person. But I was wrong. I am genuinely lost right now. I just don't even understand at this point what OP's seeing in this relationship. It sounds like he's not even spending any time with OP. I mean, are they just like providing the house or is OP paying for that too? I mean, it's fine enough in a relationship to be kind of two different people. You don't have to have completely overlapping interests and time frames and whatnot, but it just seems like OP and their partner are so disjointed on top of clearly some kind of cheating. Our next story is, I'm starting to think that maybe I should take away his wife privileges until we actually get married due to his acting. Hello everyone, I, 23 year old female, have been living with my boyfriend, 25 year old male, for the last two years in his apartment. He pays the bills and I pay for all the food expenses, no rent or mortgage issues. I asked to help with the bills, but he said no because he makes like three times my salary and he would feel bad if I contributed more. I had asked in what situation we are in, if we just live together because he likes company, or if we're looking to get married in the future and I should consider his home mine also and he agreed with the second part. Hence, I started doing all the housework. He hates it but helps sometimes when I make snarky comments about me being a maid and just taking care of him since I'm a person that's showing affection with my own way. For example, he made a comment about his wardrobe being trash because he couldn't find anything and would make it tomorrow. So the next day he went to work and I fixed it for him. He said he wanted some action figures he was seeing and would get them with his next paycheck and I bought them for him as a surprise etc. He does the same but in a lesser extent which I don't mind. He knows me, my secrets and has helped me a lot emotionally and physically. For example he surprised me with my own gaming station so we can game together etc. So I just started to feel like home. I come from a broken family and it was really difficult for me to feel this way. His parents adore me, invite me over for lunch and more, so I gradually brought all my stuff to our place. Hence all my clothes, work stuff, I work from home, and things are here. For the New Year's Eve, I went to visit my family and took a COVID test at their home, since my aunt that lives downstairs as a newborn, and some vulnerable members, and unfortunately I tested positive, no symptoms, and locked myself in my previous room. I immediately called him and told him that I would like to return to our home, and he said no because he doesn't want to get sick. I felt kinda icky about this statement, and sad because when he tested positive and I tested negative, I stayed with him to help keep him company and take care of him. For some reason I didn't get sick, and he didn't want to do the same. He said he would test too and if he was positive I could come back or else he would bring me some stuff till I'm testing negative and can return. Today I called him in the morning because I literally have nothing here. I wanted to take a shower and do some work preparation for tomorrow. He would bring my work laptop also as I'm expected to work tomorrow. He told me he had tested negative and he went with his family for the holidays on a one day trip and would bring my stuff another day. I was super ticked and told him that he shouldn't do that or if we wanted he could just bring my stuff and then go. I told him I'd go get it myself but he didn't want to in case I infected the place. Understandable. And he called me selfish and a jerk because I quote, I put myself on the front once and now this happened. It's not my fault you brought all your stuff in my place and didn't have some spare in your paternal home. 
I told him we had discussed this and he had told me that his home is mine also, so what happened now? He brushed it off and continued saying it's my fault that I didn't leave stuff in my paternal home. Lately I started seeing some manipulation from his part. He knows some words trigger me and uses them to upset me. When I make a comment about the fact that he doesn't help me with housework, he states he does all my favors and I still complain. For example, I asked to go to a zoo and he took me the next day and stuff like that. And when I try to communicate my feelings, he brushes me off and states he's tired from work. And he can't hear me always complaining too, even if I haven't complained for days and stuff like that. I discussed with him the marriage factor and he stated he doesn't want to get married in a church and doesn't see the point of marrying because it's just a certificate and what matters is the feelings, not the paperwork. I have stated that I want my first kid before 30 and we agreed on that, but now he wants me to wait more than that and stuff like that. So naturally after today's part, in my point of view he puts his fun over my basic needs and didn't care that I have dang underwear to take a bath and since he assumed his place is his and not ours as we stated, I want to try and remove the wife privileges from his life. He will cook for himself, wash his own clothes and tidy his own place and stuff so I can see how he's going to react. Maybe I just got ticked because I always put him first and he didn't when I needed it. I don't know if I'm overreacting and making a big fuss over nothing as he stated. So should I remove my wife privileges? I don't even know if it's like wife privileges that you're revoking or just not wanting to put in the effort for some. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. That's not reciprocating at all. I wouldn't blame OP one bit for pulling back on that. I mean, if you're doing it just to test the waters, I mean, it would be good to help try to confirm whether or not this guy actually is relationship material. This guy just seems happy to take all the perks and then not turn around and give anything back. Our next story is, husband, 29-year-old male, wants to divorce me, 27-year-old female, together for 11 years. My husband stated he wants a divorce and doesn't feel the same or have that spark anymore. Some days he says he's felt this way since year two. Others, he says, over the past year. He still loves me but isn't in love with me. There were messages between him and his co-worker, but he states it isn't like that and it was a mistake, he was just drunk. This was a first-time thing to happen. He doesn't want family members or co-workers knowing about it. I just had our second child recently and we have a toddler. I try to let him have as much free time as possible. I don't know if it's depression, midlife crisis... I want to make it work because I couldn't imagine a day without him. He has said he would try counseling and starting to have just us time, but doesn't see it making a difference. We've been together for 11 years now. I tell him it's just a stage millions of people go through in relationships. You just have to be stronger than it and we can get through this. He doesn't even like to talk about things. Just says, well, I'm still here or we'll see what happens. Has anyone else been through this? What was your outcome of the situation? Is there any hope to rekindle? How can I make him fall in love with me again? Well, first of all, I don't think it's a midlife crisis at 29, at least I certainly hope not. 
The kids make this thing a whole lot more complicated, but I think if you're in a relationship for 10 plus years, it's very possible that he did just kind of fall out of love. Maybe he realizes he's a different person. Maybe he just doesn't find that you guys click like you used to. I mean, you've been in a relationship since what, 18, 17 for over 10 plus years? Now, his whole, I don't want coworkers or family knowing about it, that's tough luck on him. If he wants a divorce, he wants a divorce. But it's definitely not fair on OP to play cover-up and pretend like everything's okay. It just feels like he's feeling around searching for the moment where he can finally separate and not have any guilt, and OP's still thinking of the future with him. This next story is, someone else thinks she belongs with my boyfriend. Need advice on how to handle this? I'm 28-year-old female boyfriend is 26 year old male the other woman is 26 year old female two plus years ago when i was first introduced to the man who would become my now boyfriend a mutual acquaintance i'll call debbie approached me alone right afterward and said stay away from boyfriend he's mine she was laughing and smiling when she said it so i laughed too because i was certain she was joking i had no inkling of ever being with him anyway at that time as i just met the guy On another occasion, not long after, his name came up in conversation when he wasn't with us, and Debbie made a comment that, oh, he's taken now, unfortunately. Never said who he was seeing, just that he was taken. I'd found her comment out of place in the conversation we were having, but again, I didn't pay it much attention because I had no romantic interest in him back then. My boyfriend has never been diagnosed with anything, but to avoid having to write a huge paragraph describing him so all of what I'm about to write makes sense, it's easier just to say that, based on signs, basically everyone knows nowadays, he's probably on the high-functioning end of the autism spectrum. Obviously everyone's an individual, so he doesn't have every sign everyone else does in the exact same way but he has super intense interests in subjects classically associated with being on the spectrum. Sensory issues with clothing and food, socially he's kinda different and a little awkward, etc. Nothing extreme, he's just a quirky dude. He lives on his own and owns his own company, so he's doing pretty well out in the world. You wouldn't know it from how Debbie acts though. She's always acted like she knows his quirks better than everyone else around, and she makes a big deal about it. She will loudly announce that he won't be able to tolerate the food people bring around, or tell everyone he won't be able to tolerate certain sounds or environments. One of her fave things to do is try to protect him from sensory input. Like if it's loud or crowded, she'll rush over and clap her hands over his ears or his eyes or whatever. She always laughs when she does it, so you could argue it's a joke. But with the way she talks about him otherwise, there's clearly some kind of serious vibe to it as well. Boyfriend actually hates it when people put their hands in or on his face, so he always pushes her hands away, to which she'll object like, What? I'm trying to help you out, you weirdo! Still laughing all the while. He will straight up tell her to get her hands off him, and she will persist. It's like she enjoys telling everyone else that she knows all about him or how to deal with his issues, her words, but doesn't actually listen to him about what he likes and dislikes and almost seems like she's trying to tease and harass him for it more than anything. He's a good sport about it because he's a nice person, but it's clear to anyone looking on that she's annoying or embarrassing him when she does these things. Boyfriend and I work near one another, and we wound up becoming close friends over time. We started meeting for lunch, and it just went from there. He's highly entertaining and hilarious, interesting, smart, and fun. 
I've never found that I need to focus on his quirks. He seems to know how to handle sensory issues just fine on his own, and mentioning anything like that appears to embarrass him, so it's not really an issue in our relationship at all. When Debbie noticed that boyfriend and I were spending time together alone, at the time still just friends, she immediately jumped to the conclusion of, oh it's because of your hair and eye color, you're his type. I should have seen this coming, and started doubling down on knowing him the best of anyone around and claiming his special needs would drive any girl crazy, except her I guess, so I shouldn't get any ideas, blah blah. There were even a few times she made derogatory comments about people with autism, and how difficult it must be to live with someone like that, as if maybe she thought I would hear it and reconsider hanging around boyfriend. Boyfriend and I eventually realized we have a lot in common as far as what we're looking for out of life. Similar sense of humor, we both like to do many of the same things for fun, etc. We skirted around the subject for a while, but I think we both started catching feelings around the one year mark. It took another entire year for us to actually get together, and now that we have, Debbie is not happy about it at all. She has been low-key acting to others in our social circle like I'm some sort of man-stealing hussy, and some of them are buying it because for so long, she made it seem like she was the closest one to boyfriend, understands and knows him better than anyone else, etc. I think some of our friends just expected that he would wind up with her as well, so they're sort of looking for an explanation as to why things didn't turn out how she was so confident they would, and they want to blame me. She paints me as this shallow person who hasn't taken the time to know him like she does. So, I guess in her eyes I'm not right for him and she is? Boyfriend describes her as annoying. He says he's never found her attractive in a romantic way, and that the idea she's infatuated with him makes him uncomfortable. He has told her directly to quit putting her hands all over him and she continues to do so. He claims he has never misled her as far as acting like he was interested romantically, and when she's not around and people tell him the various things she says about him, he acts concerned about her sanity. Now she's giving me the cold shoulder, acting dramatically depressed and sad around boyfriend, and talking trash about me only being interested in him for superficial reasons like that I'm some type of gold digger or user, his family has money, and some of our shared acquaintances are buying it. So I'm getting side-eye, and I feel like as soon as I leave the area, I'm being picked apart. Should boyfriend talk to her, or should I talk to her, both of us, or something else? I don't think there's any talking to her that's going to get through to her. If anybody else wants to listen to her and just believe what she's saying word for word, not really friend material. If anything, you guys should start doing the opposite of talking to her. If she starts coming around boyfriend, especially putting her hands on him, he needs to enforce that boundary that that is not okay and she needs to back up. This next story is, my boyfriend, 28 year old male, of 3 years, is not ready for marriage and wants a break. I'm writing this post because I'm unsure of how much more effort to put in. I'm prepared to put in more because I love him a lot. My boyfriend, 28-year-old male, and I, 27-year-old female, have been together for three years. We moved countries and have been living together for the second half. Just before we moved countries was when he first brought up the uncertainties of long-distance relationship, as I was moving months after him and I was still looking for a job at the time. In hindsight, perhaps that was the tip of the iceberg. He mentioned at times that he wasn't sure if I was a good match, and brought up things that he thought I was missing. At the time, I had so much certainty in him, so I made positive changes to make up for those things. 
Fast forward, he mentioned it again at around two and a half years, this time with marriage being the topic. He wasn't sure if he slash we were ready to marry. Side note, I've never rushed him to marriage or getting engaged, but naturally it was a topic we discussed every now and then. He tells me he doesn't want to waste my time if he isn't sure. I've had long conversations with a list of things to discuss to help us logically discuss things for marriage. For example, if or when to have kids, financials, etc. With that he felt better and things were better again. Just before three years, he brought up the topic again, but this time being a little different. He randomly brought up how he felt he wasn't ready because maybe he still needs to explore what's out there. Then said if we met later in our life stages, he would have married me in a heartbeat. Then he suggested whether I was open to having a break. I'm a big trust person. So I said I wasn't prepared to return if we were to take a break, and it was open for him to meet others in that time. I asked whether he didn't want to be with me anymore because then it makes sense for us to break up, and he said no and that he still loved me. Every time he has brought these issues up, I have always reassured him that I love him and I want what's best for him, and did my best to talk through or communicate the emotions he's feeling. Now with this pattern repeating, I wonder if I'm too good to let go but not good enough for him to commit to for marriage. I also sometimes wonder if he just doesn't have the courage to break up with me. It's given me a lot of anxiety recently. For me, I know I'm the best version of me when I'm with him, and our relationship otherwise has been great. Living together has been pretty easy for both of us and we're good partners in life. I love him a lot and I'm certain with my own feelings, which is why I've worked really hard for us. He recognizes this too. He also says that he thinks I'm a great partner, but he doesn't know why he feels that way. He tends to be an overthinker and quite emotional at times, more than me. He goes through waves of emotions, and I have a feeling he'll bring it up again as his communication has been off. Am I being too naive by holding on, or is there still hope? I still have more energy in me to give it my all, and I don't think I'll regret it even if we don't work out, because I'm certain about my feelings but I don't know if it's the right decision to hold on. From what I've seen and heard, usually when it gets to the point of suggesting a break, the relationship has usually reached a point where realistically it's time to break up and he wants to play the field. Personally, I don't really believe in breaks. I feel like breaks are just kind of like an agreement to break up and a green flag to sleep around, with the proposal that maybe if things don't go well enough we might try to circle back around. This guy just seems to keep waffling on and on and giving sign after sign that he wants out. I guess the question for OP is, how many more times of going through this before you accept that he just isn't committed? Our next story is, my boyfriend, 26-year-old male, told me, 25-year-old female, to shut the freak up when I wanted to go to sleep. My boyfriend and I have been together for five years. We met in college and have been together ever since then. This past Friday, I decided to spend the weekend with my family. My boyfriend and I do not live in the same state as my parents, so I just wanted to drive down for the weekend to surprise them. The drive isn't far at all, like two hours tops. When I made it home that Friday morning, my family was surprised and we decided to spend the whole day out in the city. I had a great time, and throughout the day I would check up on my boyfriend through text, just to see how his day was going. We eventually made it back home and I facetimed my boyfriend to tell him about the fun outing with my family. We were laughing and having a great conversation. Being that I was out all day, I grew tired and told my boyfriend that I was about to go to bed. 
All of a sudden, he became annoyed and told me verbatim to shut the freak up. You always say you're going to sleep and end up on your phone for hours. I was completely confused as to why he became so irritated with me over the fact that I was tired and wanted to go to sleep. It made me upset that he told me to shut the freak up over something that I feel like didn't deserve that type of reaction. Anyway, I replied asking, why are you talking to me like that? And he replied saying, go cry about it. That response sent me over the edge and I couldn't even believe he just said that to me. I didn't even continue the conversation and I ended the FaceTime call in his face. Keep in mind that all of this occurred this past Friday. It's now Sunday and we haven't communicated since then. Any advice? I don't know what's going on with him, but there's clearly more going on in his mind than he's ever letting on. I mean, I would try reaching out to him and giving him an opportunity to explain himself, explain what makes him feel that way, if he was just upset, I don't know. But unless he's willing to actually apologize, communicate, and work on things, that's a huge red flag for me. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely tricky relationship topic, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.